0: The best in Bitcoin made audible. You're listening to Bitcoin Audible with Guy Swan. What is up, Crypto Economy crew? What is up, listeners? What is up to everybody who is stacking sats at swanbitcoin.com guy? I just had another uh, auto stack clear, Um, so still stacking sats as always, and I don't have to do anything. Love it. SwanBitcoin.com. So, there have actually been a ton of announcements lately in Lightning, uh, the Blockstream satellite, and that's actually what we're going to read about today. Thanks for the suggestion, Bobo and uh, SatStacker from the crew. I was having a hard time deciding what to read today. Um, But there are some, uh, we're going to focus on that announcement now, but I may be doing a guy's take to just kind of wrap them all up into one and try to make sense of them for everybody. Um, But that'll be coming next week. So right now we're going to read off the Blockstream blog and talk about what all this means because they have announced Blockstream Satellite 2.0. And this is a post by Chris Cook and Adam Back. Announcing Blockstream Satellite 2.0 We are pleased to announce Blockstream Satellite 2.0 is now live, bringing a standards-based transmission protocol, more bandwidth, additional coverage areas, and the ability to sync a Bitcoin full node all the way from the Genesis block up to today. This marks a major update since the 1.0 network launched in August of 2017 the Expanded Network Coverage Update, and the Lightning-Powered Message API, launched December 2018. In addition to the Blockstream Satellite Network Update, we're also announcing the much-requested Satellite Kits that will soon be available for pre-order at the Blockstream store. Satellite Kit Pre-orders Two ready-to-go receiver kits and an optional antenna kit will be available soon for pre-order. The Blockstream Satellite Basic Kit is a consumer-grade satellite receiver ready to connect a Bitcoin node at home. Requires a computer running Linux, i.e., a Raspberry Pi, to process the received broadcasts. Pre-sale is $279; the retail price will be $299. Blockstream Satellite Pro Kit is rack mountable professional hardware that supports all features of the basic kit, with additional dual satellite capability for more reliable and faster data transfers and multicasting. More on this below. Provides Bitcoin data to multiple devices on the same network. Pre sale at $7.49 and retail $7.99. Both kits above will require an additional antenna. A minimum 60-centimeter or 24-inch dish is required for full synchronization, and if a user does not have one available, they can pre-order our flat panel antenna kit. The Blockstream flat panel antenna is just a flat panel antenna array with integrated LNB, offers stylish alternative to a satellite TV dish. <laughs> Users in the Asia-Pacific region should contact support to check compatibility before purchasing, pre-sale at 179 retail 199 Pre-orders will be processed on a first-come, first-served basis with the first batch to be shipped mid-June, so interested users should order soon to be first in line. Existing Blockstream satellite users should note, we will be disabling the 1.0 network on June 1st, 2020. While your hardware will still be compatible with the 2.0 network, it will require a software update and switching to the new 2.0 service before this date. New Transmission Protocol Blockstream Satellite 2.0 moves to the DVB-S2 protocol, bringing improvements in spectral efficiency, signal reliability, and delivering higher bit rates. A standard protocol like DVB-S2 represents a significant upgrade over the custom protocol used in 1.0. By providing compatibility with hardware-accelerated DVB-S2 equipment, avoiding the need for a dedicated computer for decoding. The DVB-S2 protocol is also more resilient as it works under low signal-to-noise ratios, making it more reliable at the edges of coverage zones, less affected by weather interference, and less sensitive to equipment tuning. More bandwidth, more efficiency. The 2.0 update increases data capacity by more than 13x from approximately 120 kilobits per second to roughly 1.6 megabits per second with a spectrum bandwidth increase of only 4x from 300 kilohertz to 1.2 megahertz. With increased bandwidth, we've also increased the maximum file size for user-broadcasted API transmissions from 10 kilobytes to one megabyte. More efficiency, more compression. Two further areas of improved efficiency from the update include Ford Error Correction FEC. Our fork of Bitcoin fiber received a number of satellite-optimized design changes from independent Bitcoin protocol expert Gregory Maxwell and Blockstream signal processing specialist Igor Frere. And a new custom Bitcoin lossless transaction compression scheme. A new scheme from Blockstream senior engineers Arvid Norberg and Dr. Peter Wella. Taken together, we are able to reduce the volume of transmitted data by over 50% as compared to the uncompressed Bitcoin transaction data sent with the old forward error correction scheme. Launch feature. Bitcoin full history. SYNCHRONIZATION Using the combination of more bandwidth, better spectral efficiency, improved forward error correcting encoding efficiency, and lossless Bitcoin transaction compression, Blockstream Satellite 2.0 has over 25x the data rate compared to 1.0. Instead of requiring users to connect their Bitcoin full node to the internet for the initial sync, as with the case with 1.0, Blockstream Satellite 2.0 now enables Full History Synchronization. Blockstream satellite users can hook up Bitcoin full node and fully download the entirety of the Bitcoin blockchain from the original 2009 Genesis block right up to today's latest transactions. Absolutely no internet required. To ensure that users can access the entire Bitcoin history and latest transactions at the same time, we take advantage of the multiple stream technology provided by the DVBS2 protocol to send two data streams over the satellite network. The Bitcoin full history stream and the recent transaction stream. Ethernet connectivity for pros. The ProKit is designed to stream Bitcoin blockchain data for consumption by multiple devices. The equipment connects via Ethernet, sending decoded transaction data to your network for receipt by Bitcoin full nodes and other Bitcoin-related software on your local network. The data is multicast as a UDP-IP digital stream, similar to other real-time data over internet systems such as VOIP and video conferencing protocols. More coverage for Asia-Pacific Blockstream satellite coverage has been expanded over the Asia-Pacific region thanks to the addition of a new satellite to the network that includes support for the more widely supported Q-band. 1.0 was previously C-band only. For an updated coverage map, see the link of our official Blockstream Satellite page. That link is included in the article. Get started with Blockstream Satellite 2.0. New users should keep an eye on the Blockstream store to be ready to place pre-orders for delivery in June. For users that would like to update their existing setup or just prefer hands-on DIY, there is a parts list available on the Blockstream Satellite GitHub. Setup guides are also available at the same GitHub and will be included with the official kits. For users that want to send their own messages over the network, now up to one megabyte, get a Lightning Wallet ready and head over to our Blockstream Satellite API page. All right, and that concludes announcing Satellite 2.0 from Blockstream Uh, That is a lot of protocol upgrades all at once Um, and that's really exciting and I really want to kind of dig into why this is such an important um, shift in our infrastructure and why why I think this is crazy bullish for the security and uh, ability to expand this network to to a vast array of different uh, potential uses. Uh, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. Let's go ahead and hit our sponsor. Um, I I'll go ahead and take my uh, water break while we're at it, and uh, come back in just a minute. So there is a ton of awesome stuff uh, in this update to uh, the satellite uh, infrastructure here. Um, first, we've got uh, wider coverage, which there was already huge coverage, but the huge increase in um, uh, in bandwidth and the multi-stream. That's like that's really critical um, and such an awesome addition to this, particularly with a lot of the parallelization and um, uh, now that you can do of block downloading and stuff. So I don't know exactly how the broadcast actually like works out, um, but the fact that it's now a standardized protocol as opposed to like something that's already used as opposed to um, uh, uh, as opposed to the custom protocol is actually really, really awesome. And um, I feel like probably something that most people won't understand uh, fr- from this article. Uh, but that's the that's a digital video broadcasting, I think is what it stands for. Um, and it's it's a normal satellite protocol that's been in use for a long time. So there's a lot of optimized hardware and software essentially for that already. It's, you know, it's it's the It's essentially like rather than trying to invent a new thing, you're using something that is already established. Um, And there's been multiple versions of it. D V 2 I think, is somewhere somewhere in the middle. It's it's an older standard, but obviously it leads to a lot of uh, a significant increase in bandwidth and capability with this network. And that's just really, really exciting. I'd be really curious, like with that now in use, what that actually means for kind of developing this going forward. Um, but this is just such an important infrastructure piece um, and also alludes to it, it, again, takes us back to the idea of making the ownership layer, which is what Bitcoin is, as compact as possible um, so that this can actually be that without an internet connection, without any like restrictions or shift. You know, when you step across a border into a new country, that you still have the capacity to sync an entire node uh, from just by pointing a dish up at the sky. That's, that's incredibly powerful. and it leads to such an expansion of decentralization in the actual network. the more, uh, the more alternative avenues we have to keep this network alive, the the more anti-fragile this thing is. Um, and this, I think, is a, a really powerful step in the right direction i was always really excited about the whole blockstream satellite thing uh but uh this this i think you know proves yet again the uh the thesis i guess you could say of keeping the data the the system of uh, data security the decentralization of the network the validation of the consensus rules and of the network itself as compact as possible because we can over time expand and make it more robust and stronger against attack rather than having to make cuts, rather than having to do shortcuts all the time. Like if we had bumped this up to, you know, eight megabytes or 10 megabytes, which again, it was arbitrary and it was one of those things where um, so many people misunderstand the fundamental reason why uh, a major fork didn't get put in it's like oh it just hijacked and they kept it from forking no it was that you no one could agree on which fork and it was so clearly a risk and it was such a clear politicization uh, uh, of uh, altering fundamentally altering the protocol that it was it just after after an extended debate and not settling on anything and the status quo being so much easier to defend it became painfully obvious that any sort of a fork was just going to be a terrible decision and no matter what the the trade off to keeping the block size small was worth the cost um particularly when it aligned incentives right when it pushed for efficiency and it it cemented the need for full and full ubiquitous validation as cheaply and as expansively as possible so that rather than this network getting Uh, Because think about it, if we went up to, you know, eight megabytes, 10 megabytes, whatever it was, this would not be able to handle that. You would not be able to expand the satellite network to be able to do full synchronization. The more you actually put into that base layer, the the less any additional decentralization becomes possible in the future. And you know, you might add, we intend fully to add millions of new users. That does not mean that we will get millions of new full nodes, particularly if you are adding the the requisite um, uh, load of bandwidth and data that comes with all of those users, rather than coming up with alternative and next layer solutions to actually handle that capacity. In fact, what you could likely see is the number of nodes that already exist decline with the increase in users. And that's the, that's the absolute worst trend you want to see, that validation is less with more users. It destroys the very idea that you don't have to trust people. You increasingly, step by step, no matter how long it takes, you end up with a system that is that could be potentially very widely used and uh, validated by a tiny, minimal number of people. But we are lucky enough to have defended the, 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 the core validation of nodes, the role of Bitcoin as the indisputable ownership layer. And in doing so, we can actually expect to see more nodes come on the network, to, to expect to see with you know uh, improvements in the satellite network, that it allows it allows jurisdictions and borders to fall even further away, and it allows the you know more to run over the Tor network, more to run over just low band like broadband radio. Um, like we'll have more avenues to secure this thing and create infrastructure where Bitcoin is more accessible than the internet. Think about that. The, the Bitcoin network securing and validating your financial ownership, the the court of who owns what on a global financial system, is more accessible and more connectable than the internet itself. That's what I want to see. That is that is profoundly strong and anti fragile in in my eyes. That's that is that is what this system needs to be. It needs to be stronger than the internet as a fundamental source of uh, monetary truth for the whole world. And this is the kind of thing that steps us in, this, in that direction. And this is exactly the kind of thing that would be heavily hindered by constantly just thinking, how much information can we pack into this base layer um, and make it as fat and bloated as possible uh, when, when we need this thing to secure trillions and trillions of dollars? and and the risk of losing decentralization in that is too risk is too high and it's too damn easy it's too damn easy to see how quickly it could go that i would i would cut off my node if we if we were dealing with 50 megabyte blocks you know i would never be able to run that i just wouldn't i would have to go to a light client i would still try but it it would be a complete headache now i have like two nodes uh, i think running at the moment cuz i did shut one down and i'm migrating things um, and I, I do intend to have one node, but I may very well end up getting like one of these kits or something just for the the simpler version. I have an old satellite dish um, that I've kept specifically because I thought I might use it at some point for this. Um, but now that you can actually sync fully from this network, uh, that's that's a big enough move that like really makes me kind of want to jump on the bandwagon here. And talk about having a you know, like one where your presence and privacy in regards to your internet exposure, you're not like using DNS and like, like you're, you're, you know, your ISP doesn't see any of that you're doing. You're literally just kind of grabbing it out of the sky. So when it comes to independent means of running a node and being able to, uh, you know, secure that node and have your own privacy and your own self-sovereignty, this is a massive step in the right direction. And I love this. Um and I think I co- I think I covered the the original announcement of the Blockstream satellite on the podcast like Jesus uh, you know 2 years ago now um I guess maybe it was their API I don't know I feel like I've uh, covered this a couple times on the show Yeah you know, I don't I have no idea how they got the uh the transaction compression thing though so the fact that it uses half the data um that's that's amazing um not even sure how you would do that uh that's pretty intense you know, that's probably that's probably all I wanted to talk about. Um, just a lot of huge improvements to that, and if you haven't jumped on the uh, the satellite node bandwagon, uh, this might be a good opportunity to think about getting on. Just because I kind of know I'm I'm probably getting there. I've got plenty of other projects at the moment, but I know I can, I can feel it coming closer because <laughs> I'm I'm definitely going to want to do this uh and it's just kind of a cool thing to think that you know i've got a non internet bitcoin node that is synced with the whole world um that's just a really cool thing and to you know like my internet goes out sometimes and like and with like some some of the things like this is totally like a little bit out there with like u tree u tree x o um i might actually be breaking that down on the podcast uh, soon, but to be able to sync with a node that you have uh, at home and then connect to that as your your source of you know Bitcoin truth, um, I I really hope to see the integration with all of this so that you can you can lean on your own node very very easily. That you can you can even sync the UTXO set with a QR code, which is that's what UTXO actually allows, which is unbelievably. A powerful idea, and that also you could just connect via QR code. That I could connect my my wallets on my phone, my mobile wallets, all to my node. That I could connect my desktop to it. and That I basically have a hub for the ownership layer of Bitcoin, the the full Bitcoin system running in my home, and that I can leverage. Uh, I can leverage my own uh, validation. For everything that I do on Bitcoin, lightning nodes, mobile wallets, all of it. Um, and that's just really it's really exciting to see us continue continue to increment toward that future because that's what that's what I'm hoping for. That's what I want to see, and that's what I am super focused on trying to uh, trying to find all the pieces for, and this is a major part of that. So that was it. That's all I want to do. I just want to talk about some satellite upgrades and how. Uh, if you're boss, you can run a Bitcoin node without ever touching the internet. <laughs> uh, thanks to uh, Adam Back and Chris Cook for the endless work that they do, obviously, um, in every way with Bitcoin. And for this uh, a great announcement for a hell of an update to the satellite, uh, the Bitcoin satellite system. So with that, Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget if you are not stacking sats with swanbitcoin.com/guy, do so now. Get your auto DCA. It will auto buy and auto withdraw um, to whatever keys you put in there um, and to whatever threshold you want to set. It will it will literally do it. It's like magic. You just you were just getting Bitcoin all the time and you don't have to touch it. I log in just to go look and be like look. I have more Bitcoin. It's so easy and it's the best thing ever. So don't forget to check them out. SwanBitcoin.com slash guy. They are supporting Bitcoin Audible, bringing all of this amazing content and audio to you. That's what we do here. I am Guy Swan, the guy who has read more about Bitcoin than anybody else you know. Don't even try. Don't even. And Until next time, guys. Uh, Much love to all my patrons and the Crypto Economy crew. Uh this is Bitcoin Audible and the Crypto Economy Network till next time take it easy guys